And we are back. Welcome, guys. My name is DK. And in this video, we're going to be talking about the six-game NBA DFS slate on DraftKings. I'm going to have a video up talking about a couple player props that I like. Something on my computer. I don't know what that was. Um, I'll video up after this talking about a couple player props I like on prize picks for tomorrow. So make sure to check that one out. Uh, the sponsor of this video, that would be BetMGM. Guys, BetMGM has a really good offer going on right now where you bet $5, you get $158 in free bets. So all you have to do is be a um, new new customer, new account, have a new account, you bet $5, and after uh, that $5 bet goes through, you'll get $158 in free bets. So uh, make sure to uh, click that link down below. If you do click the link and uh, deposit, it really does help support the channel, so greatly appreciate that. And I talk about this in all my videos, but get out as many of these books, DFS sites as possible, and then again, when you search for... Uh, you can search for the best value when you are placing your uh, prop bets or betting straight up games, whatever it is. And if you guys look for more content, you can check out my Patreon linked in the description, uh, whether it be for prop stuff or for DFS. Um, had a good weekend for DFS. Uh, we'll, we'll recap that in a second. Did not catch tonight, but a good weekend Friday, Saturday. And then full swept the board on player prop, uh, player prop stuff today. So that was really, really good to see. Okay, so let's recap the last few nights. So this was Friday night. And of course, I played light. I told everyone I was playing light on Friday. Um, and this always happens, man. If I ever play light, my, li my lineup just goes crazy. And I had a really, really good night. This is the night where the Pacers trolled. Remember, Halliburton did not start. I was playing for Halliburton to get a DNP. I thought that was very much in the range of outcomes of him just not playing. So I just basically full stacked the Pacers and rolled that dice. I want McConnell, I want Matherin, I want Siakam, and I want Isaiah Jackson. Um, the other, th the first three had a solid game. Uh, Siakam not so much. Uh, Kaminga smashed. Beal solid. Wembyama chalk smash. And Jonas Valanciunas was relatively low, and he was smashing. And they pulled him in the fourth. They didn't. They closed small ball, so that was a little bit uh, tilting there. But yeah, really good night there Friday, and then this was Saturday. Very solid night. Uh, basically stacked um, the Knicks with Luca. So I want Luca, McBride, Hart, Achua, Hartenstein, Brunson, Jay Crowder, Maxi Kleba. A Kleber went to the locker room once. That tilted me. Jay Crowder got uh, had three quick ones in the first half. How did the faders know? Uh, but yeah, I was really high in Brunson as a GP play on Saturday. That worked out in a big way. Uh, tonight did not go well for me. I took a shot on uh, unowned Luke Kennard because it was basically him with the team to himself. I was banking on the Grizzlies, uh, you know, possibly keeping it somewhat competitive. They did not, so... Did not end up cashing tonight, but still a definitely profitable weekend for DFS. And like I said, we full swapped the board for NBA player props. All right, so let's talk about the six-game slates. Also, if you guys are on, uh, here, let me bring, I don't know what right now, but um, if you guys are on Twitter, I also just tweeted out my uh, player prop thread going, uh, breaking down each game individually. If you guys are betting on NBA player props, make sure to check it out. Free information, a lot of good stuff in there. And that, that takes me a lot of time to make those threads. So go uh, show some love if you guys do enjoy that. I got to say, like, my hands are tired, literally tired after uh, making those threads. Okay, so Lakers and Hornets is the first game here. So for the Lakers, AD and LeBron, questionable, but I fully expect both to play. It's a really good matchup here against the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, last time, the Lakers basically ran an eight-man rotation. I mean, you saw, what, seven minutes for Wood, and you saw, like, 13 minutes, I want to say, for Jackson Hayes. But outside of those two, it was just seven guys that played a majority of the minutes. So that is good to see. I mean, LeBron and AD at the top. I do prefer AD, who is cheaper, to LeBron if I had to pick between the two. But both look good, assuming both play. Now, we'll quickly run through this. If they both miss, we kind of know what to do. We're jamming D, though. We're jamming Reeves, jamming Rui. 
we're going, you know, we're full stacking the Lakers. If one of them miss, then the other one looks really good, and we're still looking at some of these secondary pieces. If they both play, then again, I'm, I like LeBron and AD. I think D'Lo and Reeves would be, like, solid options. Uh, only 27 minutes last game for D'Lo. Reeves played, like, close to 40 minutes, I want to say. Um, so that was good to see. 39 minutes last game for Austin Reeves. Uh, and then you saw Rui pick up the start. He did only play 19 minutes. They went to Torian Prince, who had a really good game off the bench. Uh, my expectation here with the Lakers is they're going to ride the hot hand with Prince and Rui. So I think you're going to see big minutes for LeBron and AD, obviously. I think Reeves, most of the time, is going to play big minutes. D'Lo should see you know 30-plus minutes most of the time. And then it's like one of Prince slash Rui will probably be in that closing lineup. Um, and then, yeah, you saw a few minutes for Hayes, a few minutes for Wood. Probably can't get to those guys. Max Christie, 3.5K, did play 26 minutes. He's a 3 and D guy, and he's relatively cheap, so I actually don't hate him as a punt play. Let's talk about the Hornets. So the Hornets, I expect all these guys that missed tonight to be out once again. I think the only guy that maybe could play would be Cody Martin. Um, he was questionable heading into the game tonight, but he also sat. They start Ishmith, um, who did not do much. But yeah, in a competitive game, I think you see big minutes for Bridges and Miller and Washington and Richards. Uh, Brandon Miller's usage has been way up of late. I have uh, definitely have interest in him for tournaments. I mean, I can't get this guy right for the life of me, though. Like, if I play him, I get this game. If I fade him, get this. So he has been tilting me. But again, the usage has been way up. Miles Bridges has been the most consistent player. He's also playing huge minutes. like the ceiling on him. Uh, Nick Richards, I would assume if he stays out of foul trouble, plays 30-plus minutes, the only concern would be potential foul trouble against Anthony Davis. And then P.J. Washington still seeing good minutes off the bench. Uh, he's had a couple big games of late, too. Um, Value-wise, again, they started Ishmith last game, or the game tonight. He played 26 minutes with a bit of a letdown. If he starts again, definitely has some interest in him. Nick Smith Jr. came off the bench and played 25 minutes. Again, like, it's ugly, but those guys would be playable values, assuming Cody Martin is in play. I don't really know if I get to anyone else. I mean, McGowan's well played 16 minutes. I think he saw some leaky black. Like, it's just, uh, you, you know my, you guys know my feelings in this Hornets bench, man. I don't want to talk about it any more than I have to. All right, Dallas, no XM, no Derek Lively. Maxi Kleba is uh, questionable. Uh, Luca questionable. Kyrie probable. Now, Kyrie, I don't expect to be on a limit since this is only his thumb, so I think he'll be good to go. Um, really comes down to Luca for me. If Luca plays, then, you know, I think the two main guards, Luca and Kyrie, both be solid, but there wouldn't be a ton that I would love. I think Josh Green would still be playable. And then, depending on the center situation, like Kleba started last game four. Um, Derek Lively played 34 minutes. So if he if he starts again, I would have interest in Kleba. Um, if Kleba misses, then that's where things can get weird. I don't know what's going to happen. There's you know a couple games ago they started Rashawn Holmes, but he was DNP last time. Uh, Dwight Powell actually backed up Kleba, I believe, and played what 19 minutes. Um, so we'd have to keep an eye on the starting lineup there. They could also try to go small with like Grant Williams slash Derek Jones Jr. But if Luca misses, then I'm slamming Kyrie. Tim Hardaway Jr. becomes the number two in offense. He'd look good. Josh Green would look way better. You could even consider like Hardy. So yeah, the Luca news is big for Philadelphia. So no Embiid, no Melton, no Batum. Tobias Harris is questionable, but he went through shoot round or he, he round. Floyd participated in practice today. So I am expecting uh, Tobias Harris to play. With that being said, there's a lot to like for Philly. Maxi number one option. I love his ceiling. Last game was a massive blow, and he's still for 41 fancy points. Tobias Harris, assume he's good to go, and assume him, you know, I assume he's going to play like high 30s minutes. I think he looks pretty good. Oubre should, number, should be the number three on offense. I would expect big minutes from him too, probably mid 30s. Uh, I think he's solid. Uh, Paul Reed's minutes have been disappointing though. Um, 28 minutes there against Utah, only 15 minutes last time out. So that is a little bit concerning. Like his minutes have been all over the place with uh, Joel Embiid off the court. Like, you saw Bamba back him up, but he didn't play a ton either. They, they could also go small. I mean, last game was a massive blowout, too. 
I definitely still have interest in Paul Reed. Assuming he starts, uh, but it would just be a tournament-only play. Pat Bev at 5-6. No real strong takes. I think he's reasonable. Uh, Marcus Moore started last game, uh, played 19 minutes again. That was a blowout. He, he probably would have played a little bit more if the game would have stayed competitive. Um, Daniel House, I mean, it's disgusting, but playable. Springer will get some backup running, and he's got to extend He got to extend the last game because of the blowout, so be a little bit careful about that. Sacramento and Cleveland. Sacramento, fully healthy team. Uh, Sabonis, 10-1. Fox at 8.3K. I have interest in both the main um, Sacramento guys. You know, Fox had a pretty big game last time out. Yeah, 63 fancy points at low ownership. He's at a cheap price point, too. So the two main kings look good, and Sabonis has been playing really, really well. And then this group of the wings, right? Murray, Monk, Herder, Barnes. Basically, three of these four guys are going to play big minutes, and one's going to get their minutes slashed. So for like a week, it was Malik Monk, right? 19, 20, 20, 14, but then 27 and 34 minutes, right? Uh, last game, who got their minutes slashed? It was Kevin Herter, only 21 minutes. The game before that, who got their minutes slashed? It was Keegan Murray, I believe. He played, yeah, 28 minutes. Like, it's just, ugh. Right? They're going to go with the hot hand with this group. I think the guy with the highest ceiling is Malik Monk. Um, I mean, he's gone for 40-plus fancy points the last couple of games. So, he's the guy with the highest ceiling, but he could very easily play, like, 18 minutes tomorrow and not be surprised. And then Trey Lyles had a massive game last game. Kind of an outlier in 24 minutes, 32 fancy points. But he's still in the rotation. He's really, really cheap. So, I think he's a decent value play. Cleveland, the only guy in the interest board is Jared Allen. Now, if Jared Allen does not play, what I expect to happen is Mobley to shift to the five and them to start Dean Wade. Now, Mobley and Garland, I believe, are, are still going to be on a limit. They've been limited to 20 to 24 minutes. So unless we hear that they're fully off their limit, I can't get to either of them. I know Mobley had like a really big game in limited minutes, but that's clearly an outlier. You cannot expect two fancy points a minute for Evan Mobley. Donovan Mitchell, I think, is still a solid option here at 9.7K. Even with Garland and Mobley in, he's still been putting up huge games. Jared Allen, if he does play, I still have interest in him. Um, he's been a little bit banged up, but I mean, he's been playing really well, too. Uh, don't really know if I get to anyone else. I mean, Max Struess is 5.2K in a competitive game. Probably expect around 30 minutes from him. Levert will come off the bench and probably play mid-20s minutes. Again, just fine. I'm not going to mess with anything else, though, in Cleveland. Clippers and Hawks. So Zubosh in his first game back, played 18 minutes. Also, Paul George finally saw 30-plus minutes. It is a back-to-back. -back. Now, the Clippers did say that Paul George, they expect Paul George to play tomorrow. I think there's a chance that Zubosh could sit. He's been out for, how long has he been out for? Um, like almost a month. So I think on a back-to-back, -back, there is a chance that Zubach does not play and they go back to Plumley and Daniel Tice building the center position. But you know what I'm going to say about the main three guys here for the Clippers. Why Harden, Paul George, all firmly in play. Um, ownership will play a big role if I'm going, if ownership will play a big factor into if I play one of these guys in tournaments. Uh, I think Kawhi and Harden are your safest bets. Uh, the minutes have been the most secure, but Paul George is also the cheapest and he sees like 33 minutes again. He would definitely still be a good play. A Westbrook's price, I don't love it. Again, the minutes, not great when this team is fully healthy. Um, I mean, you got Norm Powell at 5K. He's been consistently seeing like mid-20s minutes. He's always more like a filler play when this team's fully healthy. I don't hate him, but I'm not going to prioritize him. And then, yeah, if Zubat shits, then we can get to you know, Plumley slash um, Daniel Tice. Plumley played 26 minutes off the bench in the game tonight. Atlanta. So big news here for Atlanta. No Clint Capella. Also, Sadiq Bay questionable, DeAndre Hunter questionable. Now, DeAndre Hunter's been on the mid limit, so I don't expect big mids from him. Sadiq Bay, though, is pretty important to keep an eye on. Last game, they started Garrison Matthews uh, and played him uh, 16 minutes. But Okongu is the guy we got to start with, right? No Clint Capella. I think he looks amazing. I was high on him as a contrarian value play last slate and went for almost 50 fancy points at negative ownership. So, uh, yeah, I really like Okongu. I think he's one of the best probably probably right now the best point per dollar play in the slate he should start and play 30 plus minutes he looks great 
And then I expect Bruno Fernando to play the backup five. He's about a fantasy point per minute player. Um, so he'll probably play whatever Okongu does not play. I think there also is an outside chance that they try to go a little bit small ball. Maybe some Jalen Johnson at the five. I also recommended Jalen Johnson as a pivot off of Chalk Kaminga. That last slate, that worked out in a big way as well. Chalk Kaminga was a bust, and Jalen Johnson went for 50-plus fancy points. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like Jalen Johnson for tournaments. As far as the guards go, you got 9.5K for Trey. Always fine for tournaments. John Timur at 7.8K. No real strong takes on that. Um, but, um, yeah, Sadiq Bey misses. Andy Hunter Hunter sits. Then you probably get a little more on for Bogdan Madonovich as well. Um, he would look a little bit better. I just don't know if I can go to anyone below. I don't know if I can, like, stomach Garrison Matthews or Patty Mills or AJ, like, anyone like that. The, the cheapest guy I would go to here would be, would be Fernando, um, you know, because I think he will get some of the backup five minutes. Golden State and Brooklyn's Golden State, no Chris Paul. Darius Sarge, probable. Andrew Wiggins is doubtful. Golden State also been running a much tighter rotation of late. you got Steph Curry, 9.4K. He had a Huge game last game. I mean, three of the last four games, 64, 61, and 79 fancy points. So Steph has really been turning it on. Always have interest in him for tournaments. Kaminga uh, fouled out, was in foul trouble last game, but still had a floor game. Uh, but previous to that, I mean, he's still playing big minutes, right? So I think Kaminga still looks good there at 7K. Draymond been starting at the five. He's been playing 30-plus minutes. I think he's a pretty good play. Clay Thompson, you know, mid has been solid too, but he's relatively score-independent. Ojemski had a huge game last time out. Back-to-back, pretty good games from him. Um, he should benefit with Wiggins doubtful. Expect more run from him. Dario Sarch is 4-4. I think there's a... They probably don't... I don't know. I'm trying to see who would they start. They, they kind of like bringing Pojemski off the bench. I don't know if they'd want to start Pojemski. I mean, they might start Sarch and go, what? Steph, Play, Kaminga, Sarch, Draymond? I don't know if they want to start Pojemski. Again, I think they like bringing him off the bench. We'll see. Um, but yeah, Sarch at 4-4. Not a bad point for a minute guy. I think he's a reasonable value play. The minutes have been way down in Jackson Davis and Looney. Like, they're barely playing right now. Uh, Moses Moody is 3-6. Uh, he is not on the injury report. I don't know how many minutes he can play. Um, He's been out for a while. So, yeah, we'll see if there's a limit on him. I did want to mention, too, Lester uh, has been playing ahead of Kojo, um, a summer league legend. This guy made me a lot of money in the summer league. And uh, he's been averaging 20 minutes a game over the last couple of games. So 3.4K, he's at least in consideration. All right, let's talk about Brooklyn. So Brooklyn also been running a relatively tight rotation of late. No Ben Simmons, no Dayron Sharp, no Doran Freddie Smith. Ben Smith Jr. is probable. Um, you got Mikel Bridges at 7.2K. I mean, he's at a number one option. He's playing like big minutes in competitive games, like mid-30s. I think he looks pretty safe. Nick Claxton without Ben Simmons should see a slight minutes bump. They've been playing Ben Simmons kind of as the backup five. But I think Claxton plays 30-plus minutes here. Definitely like his ceiling. And Cam Thomas minutes are way up. Um, he's averaging a 20-plus shot attempts a game over the last four games. Uh, really like his ceiling in tournaments. Cam Johnson's minutes have slightly ticked up of late, two, 30, 29, and 33 minutes over the last few games. I think he looks like a pretty good value. Dinwiddie at 5K. Minutes have been, yeah, a little up and down. Again, they're going to kind of ride the hot hand with him and Dennis Smith Jr. Um, so there is always, there's no, like, minute security with those two guards, but they're both firmly in play. Lonnie Walker's minutes have also been way up recently, 27, 31, and 30 minutes over the last three games. If he continues to play those type of minutes, you have to have an initial Lonnie Walker. Uh, you're seeing Royce O'Neal playing decent minutes, too, 21, 26 minutes over the last couple games. So there's actually a good amount to like here for Brooklyn. And final game here, Toronto and New Orleans. Now, Jonte Porter's out. The game tonight went to double overtime for. Oh, also, yeah, I, did, I faded SGA in tournaments, and the game went to double overtime. So he was a he was a bust before double overtime. Ended up smashing. Poor proof. No one in Planet Earth runs worse. Um, 
But I would not be surprised if Toronto ends up sitting a couple of these guys that have recently returned from injury. RJ Barrett, first game back, quickly and Pirtle played two games since returning from injury. So I think there's a chance that, you know, one or a couple of those guys end up sitting um, here on a back-to-back. Plus, a game, the game went to double overtime. But assuming everyone plays, then, I mean, I think Scotty Barnes is reasonable at 8.8K. Again, played 48 minutes tonight because of the double overtime. Uh, quickly is a guy that I've been playing a lot recently. Um, he played, what, 33 minutes in regulation. RJ Barrett played, what, 33 minutes in regulation. Uh, Pirtle played, I think, only 23 minutes in regulation, but he's not a bad point for many guy. Bruce Brown's minutes were slashed in the game tonight, uh, but he would benefit definitely if like one or a couple of those guys sit. Schroeder was actually a guy they went to off the bench. He played a good chunk. Um, Gary Trent Jr. started, still played decent minutes too. So, uh, yeah, Toronto, it's going to come down to news. I think if everyone's healthy, I don't think there's any standouts. I think all the main guys are looked like decent, you know, like Barnes and Quickly and Barrett and Pirtle and, and Trent Jr., right? But if, if one or a couple of these guys end up sitting, that's where Toronto could look really interesting. Like if Jakob Pirtle sits, I would assume Thad Young starts. He'd be a good value. For New Orleans, you got Zion, Herb Jones, and Nance in the injury report. So last game, Herb Jones and Nance both sat. Zion ended up playing, and they did play Zion big minutes too. He played, what, 36 minutes? Um, so yeah, I mean, if you get that type of run from Zion again, then obviously he looks good. I wanted to mention JV. He was seeing a minutes bump, but then got pulled midway through the fourth. They want small ball. Um, but yeah, he definitely benefits if there's no Larry Nance. Uh, so definitely keep an eye on that. Trey Murphy started and played what 27 minutes without Herb Jones. He's been a little bit disappointing of late. Um, a couple of these other guys would benefit a little bit if Herb is out like Dyson and, and Najee Marshall. If Zion's out, that's where... That's where I start looking heavily to guys like Murphy and, and Marshall and Dyson Daniels and guys like that, right? Um, but yeah, all right, that's going to wrap up the video. Like I said, guys, keep an eye out for the Price Picks one right after this. Uh, but if you do enjoy it, just make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. See you all in the next one.